Good evening. Our top stories tonight, Bryce Young continues to gain steam that he is going 101, especially after it comes out that he absolutely aced the QB cognitive test. Apparently, Bryce Young is one quick processing young man. Apparently, he is quite the brainiac. We also heard good things about Will Levis on this same test, but we know one person who absolutely loves this test, and that is Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper. Could Matt Babich be correct that the Panthers originally planned to take C.J. Stroud, and now, after finding out how smart Bryce Young is, things have shifted? I'm going to talk about it here tonight with Nate Paul vote, of course, because it is Thursday, and then we've got the Harry Snowman joining later on in the show. All that and much, much more on Player Profiler today. There he is, and there I can get the right graphic in the top right corner. This is not Wake and Take. This is Player Profiler today with Jack Cavanaugh and Nate Paul. Vote. Nate, how's it going, my buddy? Good, man. I feel like it has been weeks, if not months, since we got to talk. And it's awesome because there's a ton of stuff to talk about today. We got the draft coming up. This Bryce Young news is interesting to me. I love to see these guys coming into the league that are intelligent and to see Will Levis testing so high, maybe he's not the bust candidate. Everybody thought he was after all. Cause right? you've seen, you've seen him compared to Zach Wilson, right? What do you think Zach Wilson's score was like 55? <laughs> it wasn't in the nineties. We do know that we got word from a, a bunch of these guys. We heard that. So young, obviously he's up here at the top at 98, Joe Burrow and Jake Hayner from this year's class, both with 97. Jake Hayner. A sneaky guy. I can't remember what school he went to. Such a, a small school. Then in the mid nineties, we've got Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Brock Purdy, Justin Fields, and then Will Levis with that 93. Zach Wilson, CJ Stroud, notably missing from that list. Well, I don't think anybody's surprised by Zach Wilson not being on this list, Jack. <laughs> Let's be honest. I was we surprised know, by Stroud, we know what though. he is. That is surprising. Stroud seems like a pretty ethereal type guy who reads the field. Well, you would have thought he would have tested higher, but testing sucks. Sometimes some people just aren't good test takers. That's the fact of the matter. It's not the be all end all unless, unless you are David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers. He very highly values this. He is a big analytics guy. He is a big numbers guy. And the analytics say Bryce young PFF has Bryce young in the grades those are the analytics as the higher graded quarterback this test that's another piece of the analytics pie has bryce young as the higher rated quarterback and so while i think it's a mistake because he's 510 it's too small not in love with bryce young not athletic enough doesn't run but it doesn't matter what i think because i'm not worth billions of dollars like david tepper no and that's very true and i'm with you on bryce young that the size is just such a concern for me, but the Panthers are going to Panther, right? Like we keep waiting for them to do better, but David Tepper's still the owner. And if he's in love with this test and it's going to be the number one reason he drafts a quarterback, what are you going to do? You got to hope it works out, I guess. And there is some silver lining. We still <clears throat> lining, but there could be some change still because they still have to meet with Will Levis. They still have to meet with CJ Stroud. Interestingly enough, both players are visiting on the same day. They don't have one full day booked out for either of them. So 
Vegas is rarely wrong. And Matt Babbage last night on the writer's round table, go check it out if you haven't already. But Matt Babbage posed this to me that could it be possible that they traded up with a plan and that plan was CJ Stroud. And that's why the betting odds were CJ Stroud to be the favorite as soon as they traded up. And is it possible that has shifted because David Tepper more of a meddling owner than we thought he was? I think that's entirely possible. It reminds me of two years ago when San Francisco traded up and we all assumed it was for Mac Jones. By all accounts, it was Mac Jones initially, but then because of the ownership and some say the public <laughs> comments. I think, I think it was public. I think it was, the I public think comments. It was Twitter. Swift swifted it to Trey Lance. So you trade up for one thing, you end up with another. Why they do it, who knows? Clearly they saw something in Bryce Young they liked and it's his cognitive tests and all right and he was he was a great college quarterback i think he's going to be a fine nfl quarterback but the ceiling is just low it's lower than cj stroud ceiling even and so i don't co-sign it but again until i am worth billions of dollars and able to purchase an nfl franchise my opinion doesn't matter that much i do want to get to will levis though Because Will Levis, 93 on this test. And we have been hearing reports that the Indianapolis Colts love Will Levis. If only some website, some organization had been telling you for months that the Colts were going to love Will Levis. If only. That would have been nice. But Will Levis to the Colts and the Buccaneers. Also very high on Will Levis. They met with him earlier this week. It sounds as though... Will Levis might be more sought after than a lot of the media is giving him credit for. Well, do you think this is a scenario where we could possibly see the Bucks trade up into that third pick with the Cardinals to get Levis? Because by all accounts, it looks like if they don't get into that third pick, they're not going to get him. How much, how much do they like him? That is a good question. And I saw the theory posed. This would be killer for Todd Bowles. If they trade up and they miss, his job is gone. Jason Light, the GM, he might be safe because he won them a Super Bowl and it's still a talented roster. But it would be Todd Bowles' neck on the line. However, Todd Bowles' neck is already on the line after last season and the fact that he doesn't have a serviceable quarterback right now, the fact that he's either betting on Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield to carry him with a, a pretty good roster. Still has Mike Evans, still has Chris Godwin. Has Cam or not Cameron Brate? Kate Otten emerging. Has Rashad White? Shut up, Aaron Stewart. You are wrong. Yeah. I I didn't see the Bucks trading up, but I'm starting to. I'm starting to think it's possible. Well, if you look at the situation, Kyle Trask, the best quarterback in the division, right? So they tried to float to us. This makes sense. It makes sense that they would move up for a quarterback because I think initially they were looking at some of these guys were going to fall back in the first round. That's not looking like the case anymore. And once you get past these guys, you've got Max Dugan and Stetson Bennett who are falling on a lot of people's boards right now. If they're really serious about getting a quarterback and they really do like Will Levis that much, they're going to have to move up. They don't, they won't have a choice. And apparently we've got some breaking news that's just coming in now that Also, Anthony Richardson absolutely dominated on the S2. We did not have a score for him earlier. Happy to have the Harry Snowman on the show. He will be joining us later. But correct, 
There are some questions about some of these other quarterbacks, especially Stetson Bennett, and they are not on the field questions. It sounds as though Stetson Bennett may go undrafted because he didn't exactly crush the interview process and he was arrested earlier this year. And teams don't like that often from their quarterback. They like right. other positions, apparently, but <laughs> just not quarterback, just not quarterback. You know, if the off field issues with Stetson Bennett are that he got drunk and got in trouble after winning his second national championship. I don't take issue with that, man. He's like, what, 35. He's allowed to go out and drink. But if he's not interviewing with teams, well, that what I think when we talk about these interviews, I think of Ryan Leaf and how poorly he interviewed and the Chargers ignored it, still took him at number two. And look how that turned out. Yep. I mean, and Ryan this, Leaf this is stuff pretty matters. Ryan Leaf is pretty vocal that Ryan Leaf should not have been drafted at two. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he, yeah. He says it himself now that he's cleaned his cleaned his act up. And teams that you've got to pay attention to this stuff because it does matter, especially at quarterback, because that's that's the guy who runs your locker room. He's the guy who heads up the morale for a team. If that guy isn't in it, it's like Jamarcus Russell. Those, that Raiders team was terrible when he was out of the league in two years. Senior football believes that Will Levis not only <laughs> needs to be out of the league, but arrested for his social media posts. And I'm loving him leaning into this too, because the mayo and the coffee thing, that's a joke. He did it as a joke to his girlfriend, told the story once, and now everyone just makes him do it. So now he's like, well, why can't I just be as disgusting as possible? People think I'm gross already. How about I eat a rotten banana? And you can see he is not enjoying it, but I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, it's entertaining. It's, it brings another element of entertainment to this game that we love. And bananas are disgusting in general for me. So <clears throat> anyone eating a banana at all grosses me out. It is what it is. <laughs> Well, if you want something that is not disgusting, something that is actually quite great, you have to hear a word from our sponsors over at the FFPC Podfather. Take it away. You know, people always ask me, hey, what is the the World Series of Fantasy or the Super Bowl of Fantasy Football? And it's easy. It's the FFPC, the Fantasy Football Players Championship. It's a $6 million prize pool. And they've had their never-too-early best ball leagues cranking since February. And so the FFPC is the answer to so many questions. Hey, hey, where's the best place to get a dynasty orphan? Well, you can adopt a dynasty orphan at the FFPC. That's why we partner with them. If you want to play fantasy football for low, medium, high stakes, seasonal, best ball, dynasty, go to the FFPC. And don't forget, promo code UNDERWORLD to get you $25 off your first team. $25 off your first team, no matter what team it is, no matter what format it is, at the FFPC. Go do it. And apparently, I have lost. Oh, and there we oh, are. We are back. I knew I knew my, my voice was coming through, but the camera apparently turned off or something. Anyways, we got to talk about one final thing for the draft. We have had it announced who will be attending. We've got the top four quarterbacks. We expected all of them to attend. Bijan Robinson going to be there. Bijan's going in round one. Let's be honest. That's just going to happen. How early is he going to go? I have him mocked at nine. Oh. <clears throat> Sorry, not nine, 10 to the okay. Eagles. I was gonna He's say, not going to not to Chicago. That, that, that yeah, that, that would be insane. Now that would be. Oof. That'd be dangerous. Oof, that'd be fun, dangerous. but it would also be insane. 
they would be insane. Uh, yeah, I think he goes 10 to the Eagles. Oh, that would also be extremely dangerous. And then at receiver, we have Jackson Smith and Jigba. We have Zay Flowers. We have Jordan Addison. We do not have Quentin Johnston attending the draft. And that one stood out to me quite a bit. It is interesting because most people have projected him at some point as the first receiver off of the board. Obviously, his stock has fallen a little bit the last couple of weeks. This tells me he might not or more than likely isn't going to be a first round pick. Yeah, it's sounding, though, as though he might fall out. We've heard reports that people don't love this wide receiver class as much as online does. I still think we see at least three. I think we also see Jalen Hyatt sneak into the first round just because of that speed. But it could be the opposite. The reports could be true that they're just not as high on this wide receiver class and only JSN and Zay Flowers end up going first round because I don't see a world where Flowers falls out around one. That sounds crazy. No, no. at the very least, he ends up somewhere like Buffalo, the back end of the first round. Yeah, he uh, Kansas City at 31. Wow. The, the Eagles at uh, 30. Imagine him as the Quez Watkins replacement. Look at I don't know that there's room for all that amazingness <laughs> could you could you imagine if the eagles walk out of this first round with zay flowers and b john robinson as I, I, tru- I truly can't but oh my god that would be amazing we also have some defenders will anderson tyree wilson jalen carter all expected to go first round keon white from georgia tech is attending now remember not everyone who attends is going to be a first round pick last year nicobe dean malik willis matt corral all fell out of the first round all fell to the third round so no guarantees we also have Devon Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, Joey Porter, and Brian Branch, the safety. Christian Gonzalez is a lock in the first 10 at this point, isn't he? I, don't you think? I don't know. It sound, I, I could see some of these guys at corner falling outside of the top 10 just because it is a very, very deep position this year. Deontay Banks could go round one. Christian Gonzalez, Devin Porter, or Dev, Joey Porter, Devon Witherspoon, all locks. Cam Smith could go round one. Uh, Forbes, Emmanuel Forbes could go round one. There there are just so many names that I won't be shocked if Witherspoon or Gonzalez end up falling just a little bit, and then they're going to be absolute steals. Yeah. Oh, Christian Gonzalez out of the top 10, is it's robbery. And speaking of robbery and stealing, we do have to comment on the Washington Commanders who are on the way (laughs) to being sold. So we first it was reported that they've agreed to sell the team for six point zero five billion with a B dollars to Josh Harris, who is a co-owner of the Philadelphia 76ers and the New Jersey Devils. This would make Magic Johnson a co-owner as well. But then. After the initial boom, this is being agreed to. It comes out, yeah, it's being agreed to, but Steve Astapolos has not been eliminated yet. This is still an active negotiation. And so really, this is Dan Snyder trying to squeeze a little bit more money out of the other ownership group, see if they offer more. But either way, commanders will be sold soon, and that's a good thing. It's great. I, I wish this would have happened sooner. I saw um, Jake Trowbridge, everybody's favorite parody musician on Twitter, said, I think it's about time that we fired Dan Snyder off into the sun. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> He's been horrible for the sport. He's been horrible for the league. He's done nothing but damage. And he's just a rotten person. 
I couldn't be happier to see him finally relinquishing ownership of his team. Now, we can argue about this $6.05 billion valuation that he decided on, but I'm glad somebody took the bait and is trying to buy the team. I don't think they're worth $6 billion. It's the Washington Commanders. But this new ownership group as well, we're going to see a turnaround with this franchise over the next two to three seasons, and I'm looking forward to see what happens here. The fact that the team is in Washington adds a lot of value in some people's minds. That's and fair. Also, they have crazy fans, fans that are still a little bit behind the times and still use the arsler, which we don't do here on Player Profiler. But Commanders fans are crazy, and so it's they're going to make money, and it's going to be fine. It's going to be worth it in the long run. Because buying an NFL team, it's just a good investment. It's You're not going to go broke. You're on mute, my friend. I would buy a team if I could. Wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. we should all we should all buy a team. Let's all pitch in. Let's do a GoFundMe on Twitter, Jack. Let's buy a team. I would love to buy a team. And we can all... Who, who ends up being the general manager is going to be a hotly contested topic within the <laughs> player profiler community. It is going to be a big debate there. Uh, that I think that's it for the commanders, though. I'm I'm just surprised Jeff Bezos. I thought Jeff Bezos I, would be a lock. He must not have wanted it that badly because if Bezos wants to buy it, he wins. Yeah, exactly. I really thought it would be Bezos, but then I mean, really, over the last month, we've heard of this um, Josh Harris group with Magic Johnson kind of being the front runner. You know, I think I'm okay with Bezos not buying the team. He's kind of a lunatic. I mean, it could be Dan Snyder all over again in 15 years. It, I hope you're not listening, Jeff. I don't mean it. I love Amazon. <clears throat> but I think this is best case scenario. You've got a guy who already owns a sports franchise, and he's bringing in someone who has owned sports franchises and is a Hall of Famer and one of the most widely regarded good guys in all of sports and Magic Johnson. This is how you turn a franchise with a bad rep around. It's going to be really interesting to see the path they follow. Are they going to continue this plan to tank with Sam Howell? Or Jacoby Brissett starting? Could Jacoby Brissett be Geno Smith this year? Could Sam Howell surprise? Or could they go in for Lamar Jackson? Because we had a press conference today with Odell Beckham. He was introduced to the Baltimore Ravens. I know you were not happy with this move. And it was interesting because we know Lamar Jackson approved of this move. He was on FaceTime with Odell immediately after it was announced. But then at the press conference, Odell comes out and says, Nope, nope, I have no assurances. Lamar has not guaranteed me anything. I, I hope he's here. And Lamar, if you're listening, I, I would love to play with you. And it's kind of like, bruh, we all know that you've been talking. I know you have to have your guys back because if you say, yeah, he promised me he was playing here, that tanks his leverage in negotiations. So you got to have his back. But no, I think Odell is lying and that Lamar promised him he would be his quarterback. There's no way he's not lying, Jack. This is a bold-faced lie. And to be clear, I don't hate the signing. I hate the contract. I think it's an excessive amount of money for a guy who is well past his prime. But that aside, he could contribute to this team. He could help Lamar Jackson get more familiar with this Todd Monken offense. I don't know. I, From a football standpoint, okay, don't love it for fantasy. Don't like the money. This is why I'm not an NFL GM, right? Yeah, it, it would not be, it will not be a good fantasy move. I think we all agree on that. It seems as though the chat has agreed that Podfather has to be the general manager. Everyone agrees. And that's why I said be hotly contested because if we buy the team, Podfather is going to voluntold 
himself as <laughs> would expect nothing less jack no absolutely not but to round out this odell beckham topic there is no way the guy who builds his brand on big trust is going to break trust with his buddy and say yeah man come here come here come come play with me uh, sorry i'm out yeah no way no way so we're good to, lamar jackson's back yeah lamar it's just jackson. a matter of time Lamar Jackson is back, though I do think this story is a lie. So Mike McCarthy has promised Michael Gallup that he's going to have a big role this year. He's going to be featured more now that he's healthy. He's coming off the ACL. He's going to have a featured role. And this runs in direct opposition to trading for Brandon Cooks and then hosting every wide receiver under the sun. Oh, no, it's a bold-faced lie from Mike McCarthy. Absolutely. When I saw this on the show sheet, I hadn't heard this news today. When I saw it on the show sheet, I just, I thought to myself, they've got CD lamb. They traded for Brandon cooks, signed Brandon cooks. There's been a lot of talk about them going after a big name tight end in the draft. Maybe Michael Mayer, maybe Dalton Kincaid, if he's around and we know they're going to take a wide receiver in the second or third. So in what world does Michael Gallup get more volume? I just, they, they're not, look, they're not going to feature Michael Gallup. And I feel bad for Michael Gallup, except that I don't think he's a featureable wide receiver for that matter. But this is a lie. So as a fantasy manager, don't, don't listen to this. Just don't listen to this. This is why you listen to Player Profiler today. We are here to decipher all of these lies, all of the false information. Hello to Carl. Happy to have you on the show all the Ooh. way from Spain. Truly, going international. Truly, truly a pleasure. We are going international. We're already in Australia. We have friends in Australia that tune in. Fellow Lions fans from Australia, Barry and Baxter, who we absolutely love. But finishing out some of this news around the NFL, Harry Snowman going to be joining us in a couple moments. Sean Payton does not love Greg Dolchich. He was asked about Greg Dolchich's film and said, some of it was hard. Some of it was hard to get through. Sean Payton did not love Greg Dolchich's film. And when asked about his role this year, he said, we'll see. That's not good news for Greg Dolchich. That's not no. what you want to hear. <clears throat> I feel like we saw a lot of good out of Dolchich last season when he was on the field. But again, for Sean Payton, it might be the, kind of the thing where it's like, he doesn't fit my offense. He doesn't fit what I want to do. His skill set doesn't work. Do you think they'd move on from him? Like, do you think this is a guy that they'll maybe try and package with something to maybe move up in the second round? Maybe any something, anything? Do you think they moved all such, or does he just become dead weight on the bench? I think I could see them trying to. We're also hearing that Albert O could be traded or released depending on how things shake out. It's unfortunate because I like Greg Dolchich. I like Alberto Coibuna, but Sean Payton does not. And if Sean Payton doesn't like you, he is a crusty, crusty guy. He is going to be tough to break through. I'll be curious to see what the Broncos do in the draft at tight end. Because there are some back end of the draft guys. I think they could, well, day two, day three tight ends. They could probably get if they needed to. Maybe like uh, Sam Laporta or Zach um, Koontz. These are guys that could fit into a Peyton offense. I don't know. It, 
a lot of talk this time of year, Jack, is what we get. A lot of coach speak, a lot of talk. Dulcich might end up being featured in this offense. Maybe he's just trying to light a fire under Greg Dulcich to improve his game. You never know. It's very, very possible and seems as though he's doing that with absolutely everyone on this team. Called out everyone talking about how they're just not fit enough. None of them are in good enough shape. They need to work harder in the weight room. And Sean Payton doesn't even want to put on the pads. He doesn't even want to start hitting until farther down the line. That makes sense. I mean, it just goes to show how far this franchise has fallen in the last few years with the different coaching changes and really how bad Nathaniel Hackett was for that locker room. If these guys aren't conditioned, they're not even in good enough shape to start OTAs and actually make physical contact and hit each other. But that's a real, that's a real mountain to climb for a head coach. Yeah. It, this Sean Payton tenure is going to be interesting. It really is because he is a crusty, crusty guy. Russell Wilson does not it doesn't seem as though he is connected to russell wilson he's made it known privately that yeah i am here if russell bottoms out that's okay we're gonna move on it'll be someone else's job it's a lot of money to just cut bait from but with the ownership group as it is they can afford it (laughs) this is true This is true. And it's all guaranteed money, right? They can rebuild the team. It's not going to be as bad next year. And then the year after that, it's, it's not easy to move on from, but it's a heck of a lot easier. Harry snowman in the chat, instead of coming on the show, I'm not sure what's going on here. Supposed to be snowman's corner already, but Devin white, Got to ask you about Devin White. He wants 18 to $20 million a year. Tremaine Edmonds got $18 million a year. Roquan Smith is making $20 million this year. What do you make of it? Well, I think he's earned that. His play speaks for itself. The problem is Tampa Bay, I don't know that Tampa Bay can afford it. I don't know if they can afford to give him that money, right? They're already strapped. And there he is. There is the hairy snowman. How's it going, my friend? How's it going, guys? What is up? What's going on, Nate? So good to see you, man. You are. Good I to got, see you too. Yeah, love you, man. Love you. Good people. Good people. Love watching. Thank you, sir. So, Harry Snowman, we have to ask. You're a big FFPC guy. You spend a lot of time there. Travis Kelsey is he the 101? No, no, not even, no. First of all, look, you look at Kelsey, what? Top five in 25 of 42 player profiler statistics, right? You, you have to look at them on last year's stats and go, how can you fade it? Um, I'm an ageist. He's 30, going to be what, 34 years old this year? Yeah. The oldest player in the league's what, 38? Um, I mean, is he going to, how long is he going to play? I mean, at this level, and and I get it. I'm going to talk a little bit about what kind of makes him, what I think makes him a little bit special, what gets him a little bit open and do a little comparison. But even that's, you know, father time catches up with everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. And so I must ask you before we get you out of here, what do you make of Dalton Kincaid? Because I know you have compared him heavily 
to Travis Kelsey. Yeah, so all sorts to talk about. So much to like on this guy. He hits the trifecta, right? Soft hands, makes contested catches. You can go back to ASU, watch him pull. You know, he picks up a touchdown pass right from the defender's hands. He works in blind spots. He goes into zones. You see him run up on a player. Player turns his hips. As soon as that guy's helmet turns around, he's running off into the blind spot wide open. He's able to play players aware of his surroundings. You see him play in zones. He's able to veer off, adjust when he's going out into the flat. He sees the player to the inside. He adjusts his route a little bit to the outside, makes an easy catch for a touchdown. I think he did that in uh, uh, USC. He just dominated in USC. And, and that's pretty much a great example of him going all over the field with all that stuff. 6'4", 246, 34% dominator rate. What's not to like? This guy's roadhouse. That's why I put the quote in there. You know, he, he's roadhouse. That guy's going on the road, and it's going to be a show. So final question, Harry Snowman, where does Dalton Kincaid finish as a rookie in 2023 out of all the tight ends? No, come on. They're tight ends. First of all, he's going to finish one out of the tight ends. Look at these guys. Come on. Everybody's getting so excited about them. You've got like five, five Noah fans and one special player. Okay. Look, and Noah Fant is a great NFL player. Blocks great. Makes a contested catch. You know, he's like a mattress. You throw it in, he's good. But but he, for fantasy football, we play a different game, right? What we're looking for is different from what the NFLs are. These are great NFL players, not necessarily what we're going to want in fantasy football. Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, I mean, I hate that I'm giving it up because I'm never going to get him again in any of my leagues. But, uh, yeah, he is. he's the real deal, I think. <laughs> 